Welcome everyone to Lessons with Mike. Happy whatever day it is, whatever day that you're listening. I hope that you're refreshed and, and well-nourished and not malnourished. And I hope that you're happy. Or if you're not happy, I hope you're at least okay. I'm here today with Joe Nathan and Zach and, and Cheeks himself. The legend, Mr. Cheeks, has decided that he is going to be, yes, I'm sorry, one of the one of the audience members is waving frantically at me. Yes, sir, what is it? Hey, I'm Jesse. You forgot me. No, no, you told me you weren't going to be a part of it. You oh, you've changed I your mind. Remember, okay. I said I changed my mind. Jesse's here, too, but the real highlight of this episode is the legend, Mr. Cheeks. Hi, thank you yeah. for having me. It's just a pleasure. So today, Cheeks has volunteered to share some wonderful college stories with us about the time. Now, if you've listened to previous episodes that talk about my college experiences with uh, Mr. Zach and Mr. Jesse and others, Cheeks was also a legend in the college we went to for various reasons. Let's start with the, the most infamous one of all. Yes. How did I get the name Cheeks? Yes. How did you get this name? Uh, so um, freshman year, I decided to join our school's fraternity. And one night, me and the pledges and some of the brothers decided to get together and have a few drinks. Later that night, one of the brothers decided to give the pledges nicknames. And when they got to me, one brother decided to call me Butt Cheeks and then Cheeks as the main thing. And then everybody agreed and it stuck with me ever since freshman year. Yeah, I didn't know that that wasn't his name until like a few weeks ago. I just assumed his parents were like really high. <laughs> oh man, uh, Joe Nathan, I didn't go to college with you either, but uh, you did go to college. Is this right? I did. I did for four years. Four years. Wow. You know, college, in retrospect, probably not the best use of time or money, but it was fun. So much money. Yes, I would have rather held on to that. But <laughs> but you you had some fun. I did. I you did. Think yeah. of all the times that you went to buy a Lunchable from the really shitty cafeteria Lunchable vending machine. Well, I ate McAllister's way more than any human should. Um, that, that's a place I went to the fact where like they knew my order as soon as I walked in. Well, that just shows how they care about you. That's or how persistently I ate chicken on croissants. <laughs> croissant? It was Saki Express for us. We ate Saki yes. at least twice a week. I don't understand how people can get old and then go back to college because with my current metabolism, if I ate like I did in college, I would gain 50 pounds in a week. <laughs> Our metabolisms couldn't hold up. Our metabolisms. Maybe Agreed. that's why we're – dude, I don't know what – but ever since graduation, I've just – I haven't really changed my diet, but I've been packing all the weight. Same. But bad. Yeah, we, we got to do something about that. Doctors say diet and exercise, but there's got to be another way. There's got to be <laughs> Surgery, medication. Okay, look uh, at that. Getting your friends to lock you in a basement for two weeks. Yes, until starvation. You, yeah. Yes. <laughs> We've all done that for a buddy once yeah. or twice. See, I'm glad I have friends who are willing to lock me away until uh, I become a weight that is respectable. <laughs> uh, but right now, we are recording in a very dimly lit room because we are on the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh annual, whatever number it is, man trip. Because we're men. Now that we're men. Uh, I don't think you can sing songs. That's like a copyright issue. You can say them, but you can't sing them. So just read the lyrics. Now that we're men. Wow. <laughs> we, are, we are men. We are men. Men, men, men. You can now tell because of our mustaches. Yes. yes. 
you, you could hear our mustaches bristling against the microphone that yeah, we're all sharing. Yes. They're twisted and everything. Quickly, get a broom and hit the mic with it. <laughs> Which mic? <laughs> no, the physical object, not the oh, biological okay. object. <laughs> the prologue is over. It's time to communicate. Oh, this is the model. Are you ready for the credits? The credits? No. <laughs> hey, shortest so, lesson of mic episode in history. No, this will be all so I, I have a story to fill in some time. Yes. One of my favorite experiences I had in college, um, and, and to set the stage, I the first two years that I went to uh, my college, I, I lived in a dorm that was residential, but also had classrooms in it. Okay. So it was like an odd mixture of just like, okay, here's like a dozen dorm rooms, classroom, dozen dorm rooms, kitchen, elevator, more dorm rooms, more classrooms, yada, yada, yada. So um, it was great because you'd walk to class in your pajamas if you had a class in the building. But um, it, it led to some odd bleeding between the two worlds, like the, the worlds bleeding together. So one time I was coming back from a class and I was trying to get on the elevator and there were three guys um, just surrounding a table that they had drug into the uh, elevator eating cake with her bare hands <laughs> just 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 like an ape just like shoveling it into their mouth and one guy looks at me he's like you want some i'm like no nah, no nah, thanks chris i'm good what kind of cake was it though I, they demolished it i think it was just a classic white birthday cake man i would have accepted it honestly i mean classic we, white what gets better than that chocolate chocolate is pretty good Red velvet, though. Dude, red, red velvet, velvet cake. If it was red velvet, I would have licked it off of Chris's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd have paid to see it. Okay, so speaking, hey, uh, of, speaking of strange people you run into in college, so I used to, this might shock you, everyone listening, but I used to be an incredibly introverted, shy, quiet, and awkward person. So my first week of college, I had no idea what was going on. I was too afraid to ask anyone for directions. I just kind of wandered around aimlessly, and sometimes I'd get to the place where I needed to be. Sometimes I would end up in a completely different location. And this is one of those instances right now. It was a Thursday. I was because I was going to a two-year program and then transferring to another two years at a different place. I had to take what is known as the college transfer preparation course or something like that. Maybe it's called something different. ACA course. Ah, uh, the ACA. I don't know what that stands for. Zach, you had to take this class as well, right? Wait, you talking about the, the, oh, the community college? The, the, yeah, yeah. What was it called? It was the hardest and worst class this was like a one credit hour class mm -hmm. i had more work than my five hour anatomy class that yeah. I, I had more work in the one credit hour class than all of my other classes and i did not like this class at all just because i just thought it was so unnecessary i mean I, maybe someone who doesn't really have any friends or family could benefit from this but i don't see how a person who already has these things in place like I'm getting off topic, but honestly, I there wasn't a lot of helpful information there. I could have just gone to the guidance center or the counseling department or something. But anyway, talk so, to a brick. <laughs> if the brick talks back, there's a problem. No, I mean, you need up your meds. <laughs> so anyway, I'm walking around and I was like, oh, this class starts. It's my first time in the class. I don't know what to do. Um, well, you know what? Let's go ask that guy over there. So I walk over to this gazebo. And there's this, uh, there's these two guys, older guys. It looked like they were just chatting, maybe, maybe thirties, maybe late twenties. They were just chatting around 
And I sit down. And I was like, hey, do you mind if I sit here for a minute until I figure out where my next class is? And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem, right? So I'm just sitting there minding my own business, listening to their conversation. And one of them out of nowhere says to the other guy, do you know about the Bohemian Grove where they sacrifice children? And at this point, I put my phone down and began to listen more tentatively. <laughs> As one does. And, and apparently, and this is like a, a real thing, not like a, it might not be a real thing, but it's a real concept. Uh, we're it's all the real it's thing. Real. I, I took, I took uh, I'm trying to remember which sociology class it was, because I had a psych major, sociology minor, yeah. and uh, like a huge unit of it was about like secret societies and yeah. stuff for some reason. I, I don't remember the context right now, but... We, we did a project on all the secret societies, and we each had to pick one to research further into and present it. I love it. So so do you know anything about the Bohemian Grove? Um, I forget the, the – I think there was like an owl god. Yes, the owl. There was like a wooden like idol of there, and then after a few other ceremonies, I think that they have to burn it down. I seem to remember something about nudity playing into the weekend somehow. Uh, but a bunch on. of uh, <laughs> like really powerful uh, people, because either they're rich or they're politically involved, will like get together and like discuss their plans for the next year. Yeah, and uh, House of Cards has an episode where they do something like that. Yeah, it's all the presidents. Yeah, they all go and they do their thing there. I'm sitting here listening to them talk about the Bohemian Grove and the child sacrifices, and before I know it, two hours have passed. Well, the child sacrifice isn't something that's been confirmed, but. Yeah, yeah, the alleged child. I don't know. I don't even know where this place is. I was just. Oh, I think it's like an effigy of a, or whatever you call it. There's like a, a fake small child. Never mind. I, I do remember that. Okay, so it's I not even a real small that. child. It's a little strange. I guess it's not hurting anyone, right? Who knows? So two hours have passed. I still have no idea where my class was. And I was like, oh, yeah, the whole purpose of why I came over here was to work up the courage to ask them for directions because I don't like asking for directions. Where is this building? I've got no idea. I've got no idea. Neither one of them knew what to do. So I got up and I started walking. I ran into this wonderful guy, great guy. And uh, you, none of you have met him, I don't think. I'm, it's unlikely you ever will. He was an older gentleman, um, mid-30s, I think. And I was like, hey, do you know where this building is? And he said, what a coincidence. I'm going to that exact same building. Perfect. And then we went to the building and I had to experience the, uh, the horrors of the ACA class week one. What about you, Jesse? Have you had any strange encounters in college? I mean, I didn't really have any experiences where I was, like, creeped out by people. That's what you mean. No, I don't mean creeped out. I mean, like, unusual encounters. Like, uh, times I was creeped And we're all men, right? So uh, I don't think men get hit on by crazy women as much as women get hit on by crazy men. I don't know. There have been several, a few instances where men have, like, approached me and have been a little flirty with me. <laughs> so one time in, in college, I... Uh... I was working at Wendy's at the time. I was having to walk like a mile and a quarter to work, you know, every time I went in. I was usually on like the, the cash register. And so one day I'm working on the drive-thru and then uh, I do get hit on. Like this is one of the only maybe three times, two two times in my life I've probably been hit on by a female. Um, but like this one lady rolls through the drive-thru and then she's like, are you a bag of garbage? Because I'd like to take you out. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't get a hit on often, but when I do, I'm sometimes compared to literal trash. Oh, wow. That's nice. a confidence builder. You know, I was hit on a lot by women in college, which was unfortunate because for most of the time I was in college, I was you know, very happily in a relationship. And 
I, I'm a very, you know, friendly guy, right? I can't help that all these women mistook that for something else. I just can't help it. And I don't know why you're laughing. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're just like, ah, oh, it sucks being this hot. It, it's really a burden. <laughs> it's a burden that I have been... I've been your curse. My God, why? <laughs> why am I so like desirable? <laughs> it's like oh. Johnny Sins of college, apparently. Please give me a face tumor or something. <laughs> so, uh, anyways. Oh yes, you're, continue. You're so hot. Oh, I'm. That's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Um, in college, but speak. I was making a segue to Wendy's because you had mentioned Wendy's. Uh, I'm sitting in Wendy's with uh, one of my dear associates, Mr. Caleb, who is a very gifted and talented musician who has gone on to write several pieces of music, several compositions, has performed these compositions full of entire crowds of hundreds of people. It's really marvelous, really, how I know all these people end up doing great things, and then there's me who has this, but that's okay. That's <laughs> So I was sitting with my friend Caleb at the Wendy's, and this uh, this woman who worked there began to, to you know sweep the floor, you know, as, as the Wendy's workers do. As one does. And I noticed something after a few minutes. She kept sweeping my table, the area next to my table. Like she would stay there and spend extra attention on that table. Maybe she would look at me a little bit. Maybe she would make some kind of comment. At one point, she swept in her mind and says, oh, I'm sorry, I need to get this. I was like, yeah, no problem. And then she did it again. And I thought, wait a minute, this is awfully strange. So I looked at her and I said, are, is this your first day? I mean, are you having trouble sweeping? <laughs> that's, have you never seen a broom before? Like, it's like that scene. <laughs> it was like that scene of SpongeBob where Patrick is holding the broom upside down, uh, and and she was like, "Oh well, your table's just extra dirty." But she said hey, it. Yeah. She said it differently. She was like, "Well, your table's just extra dirty." Is that how sultry? <laughs> Once I almost uh, bled out in the Wendy's and scared a child. That was fun. We're going to come back to that. Okay. Yeah, I need more context. This <laughs> out of context. We're going to come back to that. But uh, eventually, the woman says, the woman says, do you mind if I sit next to you? And I said, well, and then she sat next to me before I could finish my sentence. And then she began speaking to me and conversing with me, heavily flirting with me the entire time. Wow. And, and I was like, this is awfully peculiar. I don't think I'm flirting with you, but you seem really interested in me. This was my internal monologue speaking, not my external voice. <laughs> so I started speaking to her and I was like, okay, I'll just be, I'll just be a real dick and then she'll leave. So I, I can tell she's flirting with me. I'm like, I shut down every single one of her attempted flirts, but for some reason that just makes her try harder. She does the thing where a woman will like touch your shoulder softly and uh, slowly and be like, oh, ha ha. Or touch your knee like so. Just like I demonstrated on Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> I'm going to need a second to recover. I felt violent. <laughs> and she was just not getting it. And I was not married at the time. But I had a, I had a ring for some reason. It was like a, a really generic cross ring. And I was like, uh, and it wasn't on my ring finger. But I quickly swapped fingers. And I, I made a big deal about slamming my hand on the table. I looked right at her and said, well, it was a pleasure meeting you, but I've got to go call my wife now. And then she looked at me like she was the most, like I just said, the most disgusting thing ever. <laughs> Plot twist, guys. This is where it gets interesting. I figured out the woman didn't have a car. So here's my prevailing theory. My theory is, my theory is that yes, I am incredibly hot, but I don't think that's why she was paying so much attention to she me. She wanted to ride. I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think she... Will you take me to Hot Topic? I think... 
that she just assumed I had a car, which is funny because I didn't have a car then. You didn't have your license then either. I didn't have my li- I didn't have my license until I was like twenty. Um, you were basically SpongeBob, but you kept taking the driver's <laughs> test every time. I failed the driving test three times. None of us are surprised by that. I fact. failed three times. Wait, the driving part or the test? The part? driving part. Uh, I never failed the driving part. I never did. Okay, well, all you people, just you, you all have small dicks. <laughs> no, we can drive. No, no, I want everyone to know a story, a college experience I have with old Mr. Michael. Oh, let's oh, hear, oh tell let's me. Hear let's hear this story, okay? Yes. So you were about 20 when you got your license, okay? Yeah. Not even like a week after you got your license, you bought a car. Yeah. Okay. So we were going to probably Saki or something, and you're like, I will drive because you've driven me before. I want to take you in my new car. And I said, <laughs> okay, best. <laughs> So we all get in Michael's car, and we're driving, and I see a stoplight. And I'm like, okay, pretty generic. Everybody knows what this means. The light is yellow, okay? He's still going, and he looks at me and goes, when it's green, does that mean I go? I'm like, are you colorblind or stupid? No. I'm like, what do you mean? I, I dead ass looked at this man and was like, you can't be serious, right? He's like, no, what do I do? I'm like, you hit the gas pedal, Michael. Like, Let me write some context. This there was- is no context. <laughs> there does not need to be context. This was a left turn. It was a left turn. You were not taking a left turn, Michael. You were going straight. <laughs> I remember this. Oh, my God. Okay, so I might have been going straight. But maybe it looked like it might have been a left turn. Take a left turn. You're, you're, you're fishing. You're you're. <laughs> he's trying to find a way out. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he's looking for something. It all comes back to you. There's a reason why he failed that test three times. <laughs> so I almost bled out. Yes, back to the Wendy's bleeding yeah. out story. So, I you know baby you know I was a baby still, and by that I mean I was like 14. This other kid that I you know almost passed out in front of was like early elementary school. So I'm like, huh, that's a child. You know, <laughs> that, um, with my squeaky voice. And so anyway, so I was about to get braces, but I uh, had like a, you know, a bit of a snaggle tooth situation going on. So like, hey, if we put braces on you, your gums might recede a little bit and that would suck, you know, because you'd have sensitivity issues, yada, yada. Let's give you a gum graft. Oh, God. And so I went in for it. It, it didn't hurt at all. I mean, that sounds like something you would do to a burn victim. I mean, that is what <laughs> they do to or like a fifty-year-old woman. Like, like so, I got a gum graft down here. I mean, that that was whatever. Like, they used local anesthetic. It didn't hurt. I just went numb, and then they put in like ten stitches, and um, and they're like, okay. You could go to Wendy's after this and get a Frosty. You're good to eat already, but, you know, making something easy and something cold like that will be good for you. Help reduce the swelling, whatever. So we leave, and then we don't even go to the Wendy's next door. We go to the one just down the road, and uh, they just give me a huge Frosty. Uh, and the next booth over, this kid's bugging their grandparents, like, give me a Frosty, give me a Frosty, just like over and over and over. <laughs> and um, here I am eating this big Frosty, and I can't even feel my face. So, like, there's Frosty dribbling all over <laughs> me. I drool everywhere. I, you know, I... anyways, so all of a sudden, my, my parents point out that, like, is that 
blood on your face? And then all of a sudden I realized that like there's a little bit of blood in my spit. I'm like, yeah, it's no big deal. More keeps coming out. And then more keeps coming out. And I start to get really hot and I feel like tense and I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but this isn't okay. Maybe I should go splash water on my face. So I get up and I start walking towards the bathroom. I feel like I'm walking normally. I'm told later that I'm walking like I'm Michael Jackson doing like a lean forward pose. Like I'm at like a 45 degree angle, you know, walking through Wendy's and then all of a sudden I get tunnel vision and then my vision just goes black and I just have enough consciousness to lay down before I I pass out. So I'm like, oh, I know what's happening now. Um, <laughs> so I just, I just lay down in the middle of Wendy's. Like, this kid stopped asking for Frosties immediately. He was quiet the rest of the time. But um, eventually they took me back. I got five stitches. I was just fine. But, like, I bled a lot. And um, it's a strawberry Frosty now. I know, right? It was originally chocolate. But, um... But yes, I had a similar uh, mouth experience where I just got my wisdom teeth removed. I was high as a thing that's high. I was super high, like I was high as a skyscraper. And uh, Grandma was I was I was uh, Grandma was in the back seat with me, making sure I didn't you know bump my head into anything or whatever as I was you know coming down from the drugs. And I said I was I was in and out of consciousness, right? And I said, Grandma, you got to stop. What do you mean? You got to stop the car. Why, why, Mike? Why do we need to stop the car? You drove past the plant. We have to go back and get it. What do you mean? The plant. What plant? The penis plant, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently there was a penis plant that I saw in my semi-lucid state. And I was very adamant that the car be turned around so we could acquire it. Oh, my God. When I had my wisdom teeth out. I don't remember any of this. I'm only going by what my mother and sisters told me. So we got to take that, you know, with a grain of salt. But I have my wisdom teeth out. I had four of them taken out. So, like, my whole mouth is just, like, three. Yeah, yeah. just three sizes. So at one point, I was going back home. Mom's like, let's go get you a milkshake. So we go somewhere. I think we went to, like, Sonic or something. We go and get a milkshake. Now, I'm having a similar experience to what old uh, Joe Nathan had over here. I can't feel anything. It's just dribbling on myself. I look like <laughs> just, you know, it's like Alzheimer's patient in a nursing home. Everything is on my shirt. And eventually I look over at my mother and I say, hey, mom, guess what? And she goes, what? And I said, I'm a sexy little chipmunk. <laughs> got these big old cheeks, just like, look how sexy this chipmunk is. And I had this like little grin, just like. <laughs> I was so lucid during my um, wisdom teeth surgery. I had four taken out too, but like, like I remember the entire thing. Like it oh, didn't geez. hurt, but like I could even describe the sensation of them breaking it up and pulling it out. Um, that I was pretty normal. Uh, I'd made a joke once where where my mom was helping me out and she was giving me a ride back home, but we stopped in by the pharmacy to get um, drugs. And so whenever she's like, I'm still kind of loopy, but I'm like high in the sense that like, just everything is hilarious to me. I'm just very calm, very mellow, and just kind of like cracked up by everything. So 
my mom's like uh, parking in the CVS or the Walgreens or whatever. And um, before she goes in, I crack a joke about how like, yeah, I'm going to go for a short drive. I'll be back by the time you're done getting my uh, medications. She did not like that at all. It's like the next talk we made, she made sure to turn off the car and take the key with her so that I couldn't go anywhere. Like, Mom, I was not going to do that. I don't um, think you could physically do that. You, It's like, have you ever seen Wolf of Wall Street? But... <laughs> He's got the quaaludes. He tries oh, to. Oh, yeah. 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 He's, like, <laughs> He's like, look, guys, I did it. And then he didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. my, my wife's wisdom teeth surgery was a whole other story. At the time, we were still dating. Uh, we were still like kids in high school and um, like it was rough for her. She came out like shaking and crying like she had just survived like a plane crash or something. And um, on the way out, uh, it's me, her and her mom because I, I was too young to drive really. And um, no, I was old enough to drive, but like her mom was the only adult there. So she's like, I got this. You just keep her calm. So we're pulling through a Burger King drive-through to pick up a milkshake, just because it was right there by the uh, oral surgeon. And then the the person in the drive-through makes come like, "Oh, poor thing, look at you," or something like that. My wife just starts sobbing, just like, "Am I ugly?" <laughs> you know, just like huge shit on cheeks, bleeding and drooling everywhere. Am I ugly? I'm like, no, you're beautiful, dear. Um, but and deep down, you were thinking something else. Like, Oof! No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, it doesn't matter how screwed up your face is right now. That's temporary, doctor. It's temporary, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like uh, my my coping mechanism is to crack jokes. So I was trying to do it like almost constantly. She was not about that. She was like, uh, anyway. So my main coping skill is to crack jokes to make myself less uncomfortable. My wife's is not the same. Um, she's like, just be there, be nice, comfort me. I'm like, but, you know, it would be funny. So as I'm cracking jokes, I'm also trying to feed my sobbing wife a vanilla milkshake with a spoon. <laughs> and she is not having any of my commentary. And at some point, um, like, I do get slapped with a spoon full of vanilla milkshake. <laughs> Yeah, that was a fun time. Poor thing. Apparently, the 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 drugs they gave her to like for for the pain, she's allergic to. Oh no! So it did nothing for the pain, made her loopy, and made her itchy all over. So she was going to be like such a bad time. My wife threw up because of the medication they gave her. Did she have her teeth removed? She did. When she had her wisdom teeth removed, the medication they gave her made her super sick, and she just threw up. Oh yeah. Oh, well, cheeks. Do you have all your teeth? Uh no. I have. You're asking the Floridian if he has all his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. Um no. I had all four taken out. Yeah. Did you do anything crazy? No. I um. They put me under sleep like usual, and when I woke up, I was perfectly fine to be honest. I was just like, cool. I'm just a little bit drowsy. A little bit slow, like walking around and everything. But other than that, I didn't have any like reaction of throwing up, my cheeks weren't puffy. Um, and I actually kept my wisdom teeth in a bag for probably like two months after because I was interested of what a wisdom teeth looked like. 
and I kind of like played with it for some reason. Um, I don't know why for some Did reason. Do the kids uh, all candy? candy? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, uh, I'm, I'm jealous. I, I did not get the option to keep my teeth. I would have kept it. Well, it was they, they had to grind mine up. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they asked me if you want to grind it or keep it in a um, bag. They I said, I'll keep it in a bag to just look at it and play around. Yeah, they never it. asked me that. They, they, took, some of mine. they yeah. took some of mine out whole, but the ones that they had to shatter, they, they put all the pieces in the bag with the rest for me. No, um, I meant like I still have all my teeth in my mouth. Yes, we, we know that. Oh, I, I know we're talking about so like breaking the teeth or keeping them in the you bag. You know what I didn't do after my surgery? What? Poop. What? I the, 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 the drugs that they gave me for pain. Constipation. Constipated me. And like, I'm the kind of guy who at least has to go once a day, if not twice. And I went three days without going. And like, my wife and any other female I tell that, they're like, so what? Um, but, that's a doctor. But I mean, like, Three days, three days, and then of course it hits me whenever I'm spending the night at a friend's house in Winston Salem, and like um, the thing is, is like I spent all this time eating like ice cream, ice cream and mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, soft foods, full of dairy, and so like I'm really stoking this fire, and I'm hanging out at my friend's house. Uh, everyone goes to bed for the night, and I just wake up. I just have to. I just have to. And I go and I try. I can't do it. And then it was the worst experience of my life. It took all night. I needed uh-huh. a midwife in there. It was a painful experience. <laughs> I could have used the emotional support. How was childbirth? It was brutal. I was like grabbing onto the sink. <laughs> like shaking. Was it one of those poops you had to get full and naked for? Yes. Yeah. And oh, see, thing, knows. It was yeah. so small what came out. And the, Rabbit the friend, the friend that I stayed with, ran out of toilet paper. They didn't even have much on the roll whenever I went in there. So I'm having to get creative. Oh, I'm using oh, makeup wipes. I'm using you got even like towels at that point. I should have taken a shower and just been like, "Sorry, I woke you up. I had." But no, instead, I frantically searched the house half naked <laughs> with some makeup wipes <laughs> out my ass to try. Like I eventually used uh, paper towels. I'm oh like, it's, God! It's, it's still going. It's like a brown marker down there. Oh. It was so bad. Let me and tell then you. I broke their toilet. Well, so they, woke <laughs> up, they woke up, and like as soon as I'm done, I go and I lay down. I'm like, my fight is over. I can die now. <laughs> and then so uh, as I'm closing my eyes, I hear my friend's roommate get up, and they go to the bathroom. It's like what? The fuck? <laughs> Dude, the smell they had to emulate from that room. And then, Straight from the depths of hell. <laughs> they thought you had died. And then and they, I tried getting it to work. They tried getting it to work. They eventually have to call the apartment's repairman, which <laughs> took a while. It was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. Let, let me tell you, I don't know what it was with that pizza I had earlier today, but I had three slices of pizza earlier today, right? <laughs> oh, God. And about 30 minutes later, three slices of pizza exited my body from the other end. <laughs> oh, trust me. When I lift up the lid, it's on the damn ring, Michael. Hey, dude, if you want pepperoni, there's your pepperoni. What? Oh, wow. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Where's the gabagoo? <laughs> your suggestion to get meat lovers. Oh, man. It was a good pizza at the he time. He loves the meat, but the meat doesn't love him. The yeah. meat did not. The meat did not. Um, listen, that, that meal taught me a hard lesson. And uh, lesson number two, if you will. In humility? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Had well, a trust in God. You know <laughs> what it's like to be in CSI Miami. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the one scenario. If you're an atheist or a religious person, this will change you. If you're an atheist, you take a shit. There's toilet paper in an unfamiliar bathroom. Conversion experience. On the other hand, you're a Christian. Unfamiliar bathroom. No toilet paper. There is no God. <laughs> no, he's not wrong. No. Because with a loving God, not leave you toilet paper. Think about it. Maybe the Calvinists were right. Well, I must have. God seen. predestined you were going to have toilet paper that day. Mm. Well, I was getting the consequence of uh, joking with my mother about drugged driving. Whenever that uh, that poop incident happened three days later, that was because <laughs> I had sinned too much without repenting. Ah, yes, yes. I mm. did not repent for my humor. Mm. Well, listen, let me tell you, on Lessons with Mike, we never apologize for our humor unless someone's offended, in which case we will apologize. But other than that, we will never apologize. Who are we offending? The poop community? <laughs> the no poop community? The no poop community. Mike wants strikes, so be aware. I am proud to announce I have not pooped in three hours. Well, thank God. The pipes can't handle this. <laughs> that's thing? Like, holy cow. I'm expecting to hear a bursting sound at 4 a.m. because you blew the damn pipes. <laughs> so in the dorm, I was in college for the last two hours. See, it, it all connects. Wow. Um, the, it was, the building I was in was put together very hastily, and it was a 10-story building. And sometimes, just out of the blue... Random sewer lines in the building would back up, so like oh. it would be like a random room on this floor, a random room on that floor, a random room on this floor. Like on each floor, about two or three different rooms would just randomly have sewage come out of the sinks, rise out of the toilets. Just oh, like no. it was always unexpected. It was always random how the lines were attached to what rooms and which ones had this issue. But just it would happen. It would happen. Reminds me of Belmont Abbey, good old days, of just leaks, bad bathrooms, raccoons. Dude, my, my, oh, the raccoons. The raccoons. Dude. The showers. Have, have, have I ever told the story of the shower shitter? <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Dude, have we to told this story? We've got to tell the story on the air. Oh, my God. Okay, so there was a guy. No, I, As far as I know, they never caught this guy. But if you left... Your sweet door open, okay. He would go into your shower <laughs> and he would shit in your shower and walk out. That's all this man did. He was known across campus as the shower shitter. <laughs> you think wow. I'm lying? This I was a, there for it. A true I was story. There. It true actually story. happened to the suite next to me that it happened, and everyone was complaining about the smell. And it, then someone just opened the shower curtain. Did he waffle stomp it, or did he just leave it there? I I heard that he like did that, like stomped it through the, the shower drain. But hey, I never decided to go in. To Wait a minute. So wait a minute, guys. I didn't live on campus. Jesse didn't live on campus. Jonathan didn't go there. So that means the shower shitter had to have been cheeks. Sure. Okay. He's the All only right. person that went to that college. Well, now, hold on. Did what? we ever see Cheeks and the shower shitter in the same room at the Ooh. same time? Oh. Think about to it. To be or not to be. He, he puts on his glasses and then we're like, it's him! It's him! <laughs> He's a shitter! He puts on glasses. He's a shower shitter! <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to... 
I'm not going to give away which friend of mine did this, but I'm going to tell a story um, without using his name. But I know someone who has attempted the waffle stomp. Yeah. So, so they were in a rush to get class. They're a little bit behind. They were in the shower, and then they realized, "Oh, I got a shit bad." And so, the thought occurs to him, and, and this is like a communal bathroom. Yeah. Um, in the storm, and he's like, "You know what would save time? If I just, you know, like, I have some pretty soft shits. I could probably just, you know, stomp it on down. I'll probably be. It's it's a drain like all the other drains in here. It'll be fine." So he does this, and it does not go the way he plans at all. It immediately clogs the drain. <laughs> and then so, like, water just starts rising <laughs> in the entire bathroom as he's, like, frantically trying to, like, use his, his flip-flops, to, uh, his slides to determine, like, oh, no, can I make this work? How am I going to solve this problem? And then I forget how he ends up doing it, but I... All I know is that it went poorly, and then he still has those same slides to this day. They're memories. Like, you can't get was, rid of them. He was telling me the story in flip-flops, and I'm like, those aren't the... He just nodded. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> These are the same ones. Oh. Yeah. Well, on that very shitty note... <laughs> we will now say our final thoughts. My final thought... Um, is that this was a wonderful time, and I love all of you. And doing this is a real good catharsis for my depressive symptoms. Well, no pressure. That's that's we're not going to include that. That's a, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a that's a private cry that's for help for, only for premium subscribers. Yeah, only premium yes. subscribers get my private cry for help. My OnlyFans. <laughs> you have to pay for my OnlyFans account. The the uncircumcised version of this episode, <laughs> unedited. My OnlyFans is just me sobbing into a camera. <laughs> and pics as well. pics. Oh, so man. the moral of the story is, if you're going to shit in the shower, take stool softeners. Mm. What is or wait until you have diarrhea. Or, or <laughs> hear me out, use a toilet, you monster. As a normal, normal person. As a normal person, what? No, it, it's oh, just the intonation. Oh, it sounded like they were setting it up. Oh, I yeah, thought yeah, for sure there was going to be a follow-up there. As a normal person, we're like, thank God one of those are here. He was like, what would a normal person say? Mm, man, I have to do my taxes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I work in a business. <laughs> oh, I, I wear clothes that look like suits. Have you seen the stock market recently? Mm. <laughs> the uh, weather these days. The uh, price of eggs. Uh, Am uh, I right? Uh, political statement. Ha ha ha. Religion these days. <laughs> Have White you seen people. the government? Ha ha ha. Money. SpongeBob, me boy. That's not tax deductible. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Um, it was a blast. From the ass. Oh, See, I hate you so much. <laughs> I, I legitimately hate you. <laughs> All right, Cheeks is gonna play us out. Um, I don't know the theme song of this, but speaking You're of theme songs, it. Becky, write my damn theme song. Thank you, Becky. Becky's writing me a theme who's song. Who's Becky? Hey, who's Becky? She was one of my guests. With with the Honda? No, you think of Tracy? <laughs> oh, Tracy. <with> the Honda. <laughs> All right, everyone, goodbye.